Welcome back to Hold the Gravy Podcast. My name is Hunter Romero. This is episode 11. Thank you again so much for going through the first 10 episodes with me. We visited some incredible places. We met with some really great people that have shared their story on our on our podcast. We were out in New Iberia and Delcom last fall at the Delcom Shrimp and Seafood Market at the World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off, and then, of course, at the Bayou Tesh Museum. I'm sitting here today in my home office in New Orleans, Louisiana. It is a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful week, honestly. It has been some incredible weather, and I know I always come back to the weather, but down here in the tropics, um, the weather means the most. I really feel like it controls how everyone is feeling, especially on important holidays and important days where people really rely on the weather to make the plans for them. We just got through Fat Tuesday here in New Orleans and the rest of Louisiana. It was a long carnival season. Fat Tuesday was on March 1st, and anytime Fat Tuesday is in March, I feel like carnival is really long, longer than the usual, you know, four, five, six weeks. But let me tell you, it was one of the most special Mardi Gras that I've got to experience. I was traveling a little bit before I was in the mountains. I got to bring a little bit of Louisiana spirit to a lot of our friends and family out in Colorado and Utah. Before that, I got to host my own Mardi Gras ball called Carnivoid, which was a huge success at the Joy Theater in New Orleans. And then I came right back to a very busy Mardi Gras weekend. And if you know anything about New Orleans Mardi Gras, you know it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty wild on the streets. It's it's hard to navigate around. It's your GPS doesn't always tell you that you know 14 roads are closed because of a parade, but you have to somewhat navigate and through experience and through the years of me living here and visiting, I definitely know how to get around certain things and how to not let certain things just become a negative because it isn't a negative. I really believe that Louisiana needed this holiday really badly. And the last two years without it didn't feel right. It is part of our culture. It is part of our tourism. It is part of uh, why people come to this state to experience what we have to offer. And, um, you know, you find the goods and you find the bads out of that. I know some of the, I think, happiest parts of Mardi Gras. I think I've found them over the years and uh, some of the greatest parties to go to, some of the best people to hang out with, and some of the best costumes to see on Royal Street or on Charter Street on Fat Tuesday. And uh, that's what we did this year. We had a really incredible Mardi Gras, and I think that's what, this episode really is is about is is me sort of decompressing from a busy winter i'm hoping for a great spring season i know that there is a market tomorrow march 5th 2022 unfortunately there is no shrimp boats coming out to the market it is a little bit too small for the shrimp i think is what i've heard i am not a a scientist unfortunately but i will let you know first when I get wind of 
a live shrimp boat coming to the market to make sure you can get your fix for this spring. It's just me and my husky dog hanging out on this episode. You can kind of hear her in the background. I'm trying to get better at a rhythm here so that I can at least keep you up to date on what's happening in my life, what's happening for our future plans of Hold the Gravy. So thank you again for just sticking with me. Thank you again for being my friend and thank you for uh, being interested in Louisiana culture and, and our take on Louisiana culture, which we have now entered a, a new Lenten schedule. It is Lent here. If you are a of the Catholic religion, you, you probably know a little bit of what I'm talking about. Mardi Gras has a lot to do with Lent. It also has to do with Easter. There is approximately six weeks between the Friday after Fat Tuesday and Good Friday before Easter Sunday. And it is no surprise that Louisiana eats a lot of seafood during Lent. It is almost a pattern from certain restaurants that you go eat at or certain crawfish boiling spots or the the shrimp and farmer's market definitely has a Lenten menu and, and just a, a lot of different people come out with some super creative seafood dishes because as tail tells it you are not supposed to eat meat on Fridays during Lent now I'll be honest I was a born and raised Catholic I still am a believing Catholic not so much a practicing these days I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ I definitely thank him for everything he's done for my family and and for me and but i never truly understood the the meat and seafood sort of replacement or back and forth between things like that but but that's because you know i live in i live in now i live in the, today's world in the 21st century and i probably can vouch for the Catholic religion back in the day when they had to butcher an animal to, to get their meat. And maybe that was sort of the, the sacrificial part of it and why maybe we didn't need to butcher an animal during Lent. And it was all about fasting and it was all about you had to wait until you got to Easter Sunday. And, and again, this is just, this is me talking. I'm not a, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. This is just me talking about my own personal experience. I just, I always struggled with the fact that, you know, why, why beef? Why pork? Why chicken? Why shrimp? Why crab? Why crawfish? What is, what is the difference in sort of all of these delicacies, I guess? And, um, especially down in, in where we're from, we make everything taste good and we sort of make every meal as special as it can be. So it always made, I, I it, it sort of made sense to me like, okay, yeah, we're going to eat crawfish this Friday because you can't eat meat. But it's like, I didn't understand the sacrificial part of it. It's like, why are we now going to eat, you know, a hundred pounds of crawfish on this table 
till we bust at the seams, but you can't have a burger or you can't have a chicken finger. So I'll be honest, the last, you know, 15 years of my life, I've kind of strayed away from following such a belief system. I, I Again, I'm a believer of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but it's not the practice of it never certain it never really settled well with me i didn't understand why we can eat a massive fried seafood platter on friday but we can't have again a little piece of meat or a little piece of bacon with your eggs in the morning and uh i think i think a lot of people today can probably relate to certain practices and 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 again when I was younger sort of being raised by my family you always sort of gave something up for Lent and that was something else that I over the years have have sort of transitioned into instead of giving something up I'm I'm a believer of let's add something good let's Let's add a really positive thing to our personality traits for the next six weeks. And maybe it'll catch on. Maybe we'll just continue to be doing that that good thing forever and ever. If it's, you know, let's let's add, okay, we're gonna we're gonna exercise. This is almost a this is almost funny. It's it's sort of like a New Year's resolution, but for Louisiana and and getting through Mardi Gras is almost part of the New Year's that you need to, you know, for your own personal calendar. It's almost part of, okay, March March 2nd is January 1st. But I also believe that, you know, a lot of a lot of my grandparents and a lot of my aunts and uncles like they were raised differently than I was raised in South Louisiana. So I understand the difference. It's just, I'm not here to say what's right or what's wrong. I'm just telling you how, how things work down here with the, with the Lenten season, with the Easter Sunday calendar and what Mardi Gras is, is usually for and what the meaning of Fat Tuesday was, even though it's sort of out of context these days and people don't even realize they're celebrating a Catholic holiday, but most holidays are. I mean, Christmas was, and and you know, we're getting we're getting to a new point. I think in in humanity where we're forgetting why these holidays were possibly invented. We're possibly overlooking the fact that they were meant to celebrate a spiritual awakening. If you do any type of religious reading in the Bible or in other types of scriptures, you you do hear how Jesus Christ went through the ways of the cross to not only tell the people that he is the Lord and Savior, but getting killed by Pontius Pilate and then coming back and resurrecting on Easter Sunday. It's um it's something that I had to learn a lot when I was younger and it's something that I, I don't really forget and even if the practice has become a little different these days it's still at least 
in the back of my mind to know, you know, why we're doing this, why Fat Tuesday is here, why we're we're fasting during Lent, all of that kind of things. But um, I'm just I'm just sort of rambling about the holiday season at the moment. And again, we had a fantastic Mardi Gras here in Louisiana. The weather was absolutely perfect. I think across the state, I think everybody in the state of Louisiana had really great weather from Sunday to Fat Tuesday, which is saying a lot, you know. No parades were canceled, nothing was nothing was crazy. I mean, I can I can attest. The French Quarter was as beautiful as I've ever seen it. Everybody's costumes were just absolutely magnificent. I kind of like the daytime more than the nighttime um i got to go to a an event where everybody's costumes light up because it was at nighttime and and that is a different experience when you're around a couple thousand people and people are glowing and they're blinking and they're flashing and but when you're in the daytime and the sun is hitting the french quarter just right and the skies are blue there's not a cloud in sight and everybody's costumes are shiny and fluorescent and big you almost see how large some some people's creative creations are it's like that's what you go to mardi gras new orleans for for me is to participate in the costumes look at people's art they get to showcase what they've been working on they get to showcase art cars it's it's some of the most special people that i've gotten to meet is is on fat tuesday you you know, you see a new side of people that you you know your entire lives too. You you get to hang out with them in in a very we call it the happy zone, you know? Because it is. When when the when everything's firing at all cylinders like that, everybody's smiles are just as big as they can be. And uh that's what that's what Mardi Gras is about to me. If uh if you have any questions or or concerns or even a story that you want to tell about your Mardi Gras experience no matter where you're from let us know let us know at hold the gravy we're really interested to learn about our listeners and um yeah I mean again if I'm not I'm not a I, I'm, I don't study theology as as much as I once did in, in grade school but if if I said something wrong, I hope I didn't, and I hope I didn't say anything that offends the Catholic religion because I am I am a part of it. But let me know, you know, let me know what what Mardi Gras is to you in 2022. I'm I'm curious, and let me know how your family sort of goes about Lent. Let me know how y'all celebrate Easter Sunday. It's um it's always on my mind, you know. It's always interesting to me to meet other people from Louisiana that are living out their lives in the 21st century are living out, you know, how you are raised, how you're raising your children compared to 30 years ago or, you know, anything like that. And, um, just trying to, just trying to raise any type of cultural awareness as always. And, and that's kind of the only, the only thing I'm here to do here at hold the gravy which uh, which brings me to another very valid point is tomorrow, March 5th, 2022, there is our second spring market in Delcom. If you have not checked out the Delcom Seafood and Farmers Market yet, 
I highly suggest paying a visit to Delcom, Louisiana. It's the first Saturday of every month, which is tomorrow, March 5th. I'm actually going to be setting up Hold the Gravy podcast booth on Sunday, March 13th, 2022 at Paint Delcom Day. This will be at the same pavilion that our shrimp and farmers markets are always on. And this is partnering with the, the seafood and farmers market and the twin parish port district and the port of Delcom. This is, this is really interesting, y'all. Artists are going to spend the day painting in the town of Delcom. All day, they're going to paint. They're going to paint different landmarks. They're going to paint what they see. They're going to paint the shrimp boats. At 5 o'clock after they're done painting, the public is invited to join the artists at the pavilion for a chance to view the paintings completed that day and speak with the artist while enjoying some live Cajun music, some dinner, some refreshments. It sounds like a really good day, y'all. I really love that about the town of Delcom is they're just always pushing the limits with, with culture, with art, with community. They're really trying to get you to gather out there. And, and I, I can't express enough that I think, I think it's so important for us to get back to that style of gathering and meeting people and tasting their food and seeing their art. And, and they, I mean, it sounds like we're in the, you know, the Roman ages, but it's beautiful. It is one of the greatest Really, one of the greatest things that I think this world needs is to go back and sort of simplify what humans are doing in our interactions and and get rid of get rid of some levels. You know, we've we've dove really deep into some things that we maybe shouldn't have uncovered. But I'm telling you, food and art and community. What more? What more do you need? You know. And what a better time to do it than the 2022 Lent season. It's beautiful out there, y'all. If, if you have any other questions involving Hold the Gravy podcast, please reach me at hunter.romero84 at gmail.com. Or you can reach us through the Port of Delcom website. I want to make sure y'all have a great day. I'm going to leave you off with one of my favorite tunes here this is from my uncle Roddy Romero he was a guest on last fall's episodes me and him are going to be doing some pretty interesting stuff here in the in the springtime I know we are uh, both performing at Festival International in downtown Lafayette the last weekend of April you can also catch him and his band at Jazz Fest in New Orleans the following weekend. And if you're wanting to catch up with me on, on some other projects, I have a lot of things going on with my production companies and, and my promotion and in, in, in entertainment companies really. And, uh, we're doing a lot of great stuff down here, not only new Orleans, but we're trying to spread the love all across the state, all across the Southeast region. And I'll be interviewing some really special individuals delivering their story to you asking them about their gravy at home asking them about how they hold on to their personal culture and we're just passing the torch y'all i hope you have a great day thank you for joining me today my name is hunter romero this is hold the gravy podcast peace she came to me late last night.
Every-